what stands out to me is um, just just watching the Republican uh, convention and this they're spewing this fear, right? Like all you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot. And all you do is keep hearing about fear. It's, it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. Hey, everyone. Hey, um, listeners. A lot has went on this past week, and I think we owe it to ourselves to have a discussion and a dialogue about it. Um, Marcus, do you want to start? Yeah, I what mean... What we just heard? So, basically, yeah, that's kind of got me feeling some type of way. So that was Doc Rivers, who is the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers, um, in an interview last week, and... As you can tell, he was a little emotional, and I mean, rightfully, rightfully so. so yeah. <laughs> right, rightfully so. There is, um, I think, the part that hit the most to me is that you know it's like we keep loving this country, and this country doesn't love us back. Yeah, and that that got me a little bit. And I mean, just off of the top, what are your thoughts about what he's saying here? I think it, you know. It is kind of a perfect storm, which hints the emotion um, from him of, you know, what was going on in Wisconsin, what's been going on in other places with this Kyle guy, what's been, you know, and then also what's been on there with the Republic um, National, National Convention. Convention. I mean, and then everything else, you know, you type, you, you tie on Breonna Taylor, you tie on George Floyd, and it's just like, what is it, like, where are we going to stop with this? Like, can we get just, I mean, can we get a break? Can we get a reprieve from the killing and violence against black lives? Like, where does it? And so, I mean, that I think that emotion was a release of so much pent-up frustration with Doc Rivers. So, yeah, I, um, yeah. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to kind of think about and to try, you know, try to make sense out of. And so it's, it, it can be, I mean, you know, like it can be frustrating to have to like come in and smile in people's faces and mm-hmm. act like things are okay. And like, and then, you know, on top of this, you know, this pandemic shit, like there's just so much that is going on right now, like the last thing that we should be doing is killing each other. It is a heavy, 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 um, it's a heavy feeling to have. Um, so let's, let's start with first the facts. Uh, as we all know, last week, Jacob Blake was involved in a, what was shot by a police officer, um, seven times in the back there's video. I have still not watched the video and probably won't. 
Um, I don't need to watch it. I've read about it and heard all of the commentary mm-hmm. and reports. But basically, in a nutshell, Jacob was allegedly on the scene breaking up a fight between two women. Mm-hmm. And the police were called. And the police came and I guess led something, tased him basically, tased Jacob. And the taser had no effect. And so then the police officer, I guess, grabbed, allegedly grabbed Jacob um, by the back of the shirt and J- as Jacob was walking around the car. And then as he went to open the passenger side door, the, jo- the officer then uh, shot, them, shot him seven times in the back, point blank range. In front of his children. And there were, his kids were in the car. In front of his children, make um, sure that that's... Yeah. 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 His kids were in the car as this was happening. Um, and he was life flighted right there to a hospital in Minnesota, I think. Uh, from what I understand right now, the, the first thoughts were that he died, but he survived. Um, yeah. Then there are reports now saying that he is paralyzed from the waist down, but that as well. That there is a chance that he could regain his movement and feeling in his legs there's also a report uh over the weekend or i guess maybe last friday that he was doing well but handcuffed to a hospital bed uh and then another report came out on friday basically saying that all charges or had been vacated and that he had been uncuffed from his hospital bed and that's and that pretty reported, much... Yes, that's reported through his lawyer. Okay. Rustin Chesky R- is the police officer that fired the gun. Yes. Um, uh, he's He, as well as two other officers, I think, are being investigated. There are three officers involved. But Ruskin was the one who shot him. He was the only one who shot their, He was the only one who shot the gun. Now, one of the other officers, officers did deploy that taser. Okay. Um, that, you, that you talked about. Right. Um, but that's not even all of the story. <laughs> this is the kind of, you know, again, talk about everything that happened. Uh, so after Jacob's, uh, after police shot Jacob Blake, a day or two later, a 17-year-old by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse from Illinois, mm-hmm. um, it's being reported that his mother drove him to Kenosha, Wisconsin, where this shooting took place. And I guess somehow the team got a, was it an AR-57 or what kind of rifle or uh, some type of semi-automatic weapon? I don't know. If it was, I, I can't remember what the gun was. It was some, t- some sort of semi-automatic rifle and he ended up shooting a protester in the head and shooting another protester after that first shooting. Other protesters tried to chase him down and disarm him. Uh, there's video of this as well. Yeah, he allegedly shot three people. Yeah, well, yeah, as I was saying, like, he shot the first person, and then protesters tried to disarm him and chased him. Rittenhouse fell to the ground, or I guess tripped and fell, and as he rolled over, he pointed his gun, shot another protester twice in the chest, and a third protester once in the arm. Uh... Then after that, he proceeded to get up, walk towards police with his hands in the air. The police apparently, allegedly, 
Uh, a lot of protesters are say claiming that mm. the police gave him water and thanked him for being yeah. there and then allowed Jacob to go home to Illinois. And it wasn't until the next day that he was finally arrested after major calls um, for his arrest and claims and video, I guess, being produced finally uh, showing this. So I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite know how to, hmm. I'm still, 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 still processing this. How do you go from the difference of shooting a black man seven times in the back mm-hmm. who was unarmed and letting a white man who killed two people, allegedly killed two people and injured another, walk away from the premises and go home? Yeah. How does that happen? It's almost like that there is a just this like unspoken understanding against like the black community that there is just a want and a desire to eradicate um, people who look like us. What makes someone so pressed about someone else that they don't want them to hate. exist. Hate. I could never imagine be so bothered by someone that I did not want them to exist. Yeah. Or that I wanted to do everything in my power to make their lives as hard or tough as possible. Dangerous, threatening, life-threatening as possible. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And then that's not even the, the, finally, the third part of this. Also last week, the NBA, sports got involved. And the NBA, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks, and then the Los Angeles Lakers, and um, there's one other team, I forget, uh, all decided to strike against Thursday's playoff get last Thursday's playoff games, which then led to the MLB and some teams refusing to play their games, which also then led to uh, tennis players like Naomi Osaka, who decided not to play her match. Um, And don't forget that all of this was being led and led by the WNBA who were already protesting and already showing up in full force and, and on strike. So you add yet a third component to what was just such a racially charged week. And it's like, how, how do we get through this? How do we get through this? What I don't better. Yeah. I think the better question, this is the better question I asked for you for everyone who's black, who's listening and those who aren't black, but for black people, how, how are we processing this? How are we how are we processing everything that's just happened? Just like you said, still go to work, still live a life, still have responsibilities mm-hmm. upon everything else that you have to do, while also now trying to coexist in a space with people you, who don't I want I mean, you. whether this is good or bad, I mean some argue that this is, you know, the power of us, but like then also like 
when is enough is enough is just the resilience gene in black people I feel like it's just much greater. I don't know how. It's forced upon us. It's forced upon us to adapt and to be, to still operate because we know we have to in this world. And I mean, that's why I feel like there's so much mental health that goes untreated within the black community. Absolutely. But besides that, this is, part of me is like, do you, are we going to see more acts of protesting and looting and things like that because there's a part of me that's like that's the only thing y'all seem to really get like right that catches it that you catches know? your attention and so I'm, I'm it's, it's like okay is is that what it's going to be or is there going I don't to know. actually I be think some change there's it's just a I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. There is a sense of helplessness when it comes to a situation that seems to be so larger than life um, that you just cannot escape, change, um, Or influence. It's just it's 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 a um not a, it's not a catch twenty two, but it it's a lose lose situation. It feels like sometimes um, being black in America. It just it makes you think. And for us, and like I said, I'll speak for me, but the black experience is just so radically different than anyone else's experience in this country. Coming down to how we navigate spaces, where we visit, our professional lives, our personal lives, our public lives is just so radically different than what anyone understands. And to, to have to carry this burden while still existing in the country and the world that we live in today is exhausting mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know i don't i i thought i was going to have a lot of words to say but after listening to doc and then just kind of thinking about everything that happened last week i don't have an answer i don't i don't have an answer there's Th not an answer i mean we're still dealing with the situation in louisville which was right I mean, you know this whole protest and this rally and you know everything that went down there recently but with this Breonna Taylor situation it's something that feels like it's still not even with this national lens on it we're not seeing what we need to see and it's it's it, it it's I mean it's discouraging but that's not even I feel like that's only the half of it um, Why do you think we're dealing with this right now? Well, I think the easiest answer is that it does come top down. You know? 
stuff like this does come top down and if there's not an appropriate push from the powers that be um then it you're going to kind of see a lot of this continue there definitely um, needs to be some fundamental change foundational change it's i mean but systematic change the i mean the quickest answer and the most real answer is like look at who is in office look at how they've treated people look at how they've prioritized people of color and that's going to be that's going to influence it's going to influence it so um i think what makes it even more weird is watching you know, parts of the RNC this week and it just felt like an alternate reality. It felt like... You know, Hunger you Games. Heard, you, you, yeah. It, yeah. You, you heard speeches and things of people talking about uh, we're bringing law and order back to the streets and, you know, you won't be safe in Biden's America. Are we safe? But we're not safe now. We're definitely not safe now. <laughs> but we're not safe now. But he... I mean, but... Those speeches are geared to a certain type of individual who doesn't believe that. Who doesn't believe that we'll, they'll be, they will be safe. Like, on, on top of this content, con, consistent, at this point, police brutality, we're also dealing with a pandemic here. Yeah. How are we safe? Out of this um, is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. And I mean, I, th- I can understand what you mean by like an alternate reality. I feel like there was also a lot of. You can also tell that, I mean, look who he had to get to come and speak. Like all of these, you know, people who are, who are closely associated. Uh, did you see that he got, um, I believe her name is Alice Jackson, the lady that was pardoned. That Kim Kardashian got to pardon. Oh, yeah. I think I heard that. Um, that was that was interesting. I didn't know how to feel about it, but I, I totally get it. Uh-huh. I mean, look, he got her out of jail, but it's... I don't know, Marcus. I think that you have to... You, this, and this is not going to be as comforting, but like you, I think you have to rely on the <laughs> fact that we can... Um, We we can grow from this, and we will grow from this, and we'll move on. But we have to make sure that it is not a. Um, I always say this word desensitized. Right, normalized. Yeah. yeah. Nor- yes. Thank you. Normalized. Yeah. Um, this is not normalized behavior that we're like that we become like. This is okay. Um. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see in the next couple of weeks as we or get months. closer and closer right, to this to election. election. I am very hopeful um, that who needs to win will win, and that there will be it will be a top-down effect to change. Last week just felt very not only. It's like. There was just 
chaos around the country. You know, there are wildfires in the West Coast. Uh, the South had two major hurricanes, a Category 4 hurricane. The North is dealing with riots and police brutality. And it's just like there's just something happening all over the country. I'm telling you, we are in our last days. I told you this. I just was I very you. scared. I I'm Pat. <laughs> Jesus. When you <laughs> When you are ready. Take me to the king. Come on. <laughs> the truth is I'm tired. Tired. Right. Options are few. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so we're doing things a little bit differently this week. Uh, so what we're going to do, let's... Well, first, do you have any final thoughts that you want to say? Um, in regards to this, it's yeah. just that we, like I said... Um, we have to make sure that this upcoming election really does count. And that everyone in your friend group, everyone in your circle group makes it count as well. So we recently, you know, we asked for feedback about who, we, what we should call our listeners, those who support us, day in, day out. And it's funny because two people actually said the exact same thing. We had two people actually suggest pop stars. Mm-hmm. So I want to shout out Chris and I want to shout out Dewan for suggesting those names because we absolutely love it and I think it's great. What do you think? No, it's a good name. I yeah. think that that is settled. All right. Uh, okay. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to try to uplift our spirits a little bit with our signature segment that we like to call Fizz or Flat. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Hello. It is time for our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. This is where we get to go over the top moments in pop culture this past week and give them a fizz if we're feeling them or a flat if we're not. It's a chap. Marcus, you're up first. What do you have? Boom. First thing I have, uh, last week, Amber, oh, excuse me, well, yeah, I don't, don't know how. Don't, <laughs> so, don't. Amber Riley, Call who is going by, her stage name is now officially Riley, Riley. Uh, performed on Riley Jimmy. Riley Burris. <laughs> Did you see Riley Burris got a nose job? I saw the picture of her in Candy, and Riley looks grown. Riley is some pretty much grown. She got her face uh, Did she? changed. Oh. Well, I mean... She's it, walking around with a new face, child. Candy approved it, so... Yeah, I mean, what was she Far be it for me to comment. It's just always funny when we see... I feel like when we see black families do rich people shit. Is it any different from when Tiny and her daughter got those eyes, the eye surgeries? I mean, yeah, that's like them, but like, you know... Like, we expect that from, like, somebody like the Kardashians or something, but it's just like, wait, what? When you Candy see... let her what? That's what, I mean, that's just... Right. Mama Joyce let what? <laughs> she... <laughs> so, it's just weird to me that she got that done. But, yeah. okay, anyways, right, Riley. Okay, yes. Amber Riley, whose stage name is Riley, performed on Jimmy Kimmel Live last week um, at a very, very touching tribute to Naya Rivera. Amber sounds great. She sounded great, honey. She was sucked in that dress for the gods. She was. They she had her corseted. Pins, tucked. They said, we're going to give you every... Yes, she looked great. 
Um, so she was slurped in that dress, but she did look good. I, it was a touching tribute. Yeah, um, it was very sad. Uh, so uh, and Amber, so and Riley is also she's coming it. out with a debut EP as, as Riley. Yes, That's self-titled. I don't. I don't know. She no. hasn't given us the <laughs> okay. title yet, but she has said that she's coming out with a debut EP very soon. Uh, Come on, so, Riley. I give this a fizz. I get, I'm a fan of hers. I can't wait to hear some original music by her. Um, and the performance on Jimmy Kimmel Live was very, very good. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I give it a fizz as well. I thought it was done really well. She looked great. Yeah. Go, Riley. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm okay. for that EP. What do you have? Okay, so, guess what? Old friends Martin Lawrence and Snoop Dogg are teaming up for a project. Okay, tell me more. Yes. And so, um, everyone's favorite funny man and everyone's favorite uncle are actually teaming up for a TV series called The Game. Or no, I'm sorry. What? I was just saying. The game. It's called Game. Okay, still very close, but okay. Yeah, so it's called Game. Or what is it and about? And this is a political drama that's going to be set in D.C., Deadline.com reports that they're going to reunite these stars. Um, I was like, when were they ever I just together? Getting ready to, I was just getting ready I to said, ask you, hmm. when were they together? I don't I don't know. This. I don't know either. But reunite. apparently, CBS TV is going to be producing this show um, as well as Jerry Bruckheimer TV. Now, I believe that Martin Lawrence and Snoop are actually going to be playing lifelong friends. Bobby oh, so they're and both Dice. starring in the show. Yes, they're both in this show. Oh. So they're going to be lifelong friends, Bobby and Dice, okay? Okay. Who are basically doing some kind of like, some like favor for favor stuff in D.C. So like favors for political intrigue and political gain. Right. Um, And I'm really excited to kind of see what this is going to be. I don't remember Snoop acting like that. Well, I mean, he was in Baby Boy, obviously. Oh, true, so, true, true. And, oh, you know and what? He was in Car Wash, and okay, he's been in a few things. No, Martin Lawrence and Snoop were together in this thing called Beach Bum. It was what not. Was trust me, saying? it was not nothing. To, what was that? You know, it was like about like smoking weed. Um, but they were they together can, for that, so they're, they're they are technically out. returning. Okay. Yeah, this could have been. This should just let. But you know, Snoop is trying to be a household name. He's on. He did Martha Stewart's uh, potluck and Martha and Snoop's uh, potluck dinner party, um, which was on VH1, um, as well as uh, no, actually, I think that that's it. I can't think of anything else. (laughs) I mean, they've partnered together in the past. I've never seen Snoop on anything though. Like, okay, you said Baby Boy. He was in. He was in the movie Baby Boy. He's he done was some in stuff. I Car guess. Wash. He's been yeah. in some other things. He's been in some major movies. So I, you know what would really be? I mean, but the, this is television. This is like a television series. You'll be playing a main character, right? Which I'm means like, that this is different for him. So I mean, okay, what are we giving this though? A fizz or a flat? Oh, absolutely a fizz. You know, I love black content. A fizz. I, I think it could be kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be cool. I think isn't like. Martin from D.C. or something like that? I don't know. I, mean, I think maybe he's from Baltimore. I think he's from Baltimore, Yeah, maybe. like from the DMV area or something. Yeah, somewhere um, in there. 
you know what really I mean it's very telling if the characters are Bobby and Dice obviously Martin is playing Bobby and Snoop is playing Dice clearly but it would what be if very it was the other way around yes that's what I was going to say what if it was inverted if it was switched that would fun be fun fact Martin Lawrence was actually born in Germany but where did where did he grow up so just get that let's get that straight he oh, is an international me. fish <laughs> okay international um, yeah, no, he was he was there, and then oh, they moved to um, Landover, Maryland. Oh, oh, yeah, which so is see, in the D.C. area. Cool. So we were back Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, that whole area. We were, yeah. yeah okay, so sure. I give us the fizz. Okay, great, good. I'm glad I give it a fizz as well. We'll see exactly what it's going to be. Um, Bobby and Dice are going to be coming to a small screen near you. Wait, so that's the name of the show? No, it's called Game. I oh, told that's you. right, Game. I don't like that name, but well, okay. We can workshop it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, what I've got next, uh, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Jazzy. She debuted a new song this past Friday Jazzy called Fizzle. Lost One. Duck Shizzle. Um, I love it. You know, I think it is, I love the melody. It's called the Lost One? Yeah, Lost One. Yeah, okay. Um, she sounds great. She sounds great. The uh, the the instrumentation, the musicality, all of it. It's really really good. Um, yeah, it's a good song. I, I enjoy are it. Coming back, are yeah. you ready? I mean, we have Brandy. Now we got Jazz. Riley is coming out. I'm here for it. So. I'm here for it, and so I hope that this is a prelude to new music on the horizon from Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, but I give us a huge fizz. I love reality show. Um, that's I still play that to this day, to this day, to this day. Uh, so I'll be very excited to see if she's got an album on the horizon. And I hope we all support and give her her due like is needed. So big, big shout out and big fizz to Jasmine Sullivan for you. Yes, go ahead, Jazzy. Okay, what you got? Okay, for me, um, so it was recently announced, well, we all have known for quite some time that The Real has had quite a few shakeups lately. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Amanda Seals who came on and quit less than, what, six months on the job? I mean, it was six, after six months. Yeah, yeah. and then... Um, well, and Tamar Tam- was fired. Well, I mean, yeah, Tamar was fired a long time ago and after Lonnie Love got uh, her fired. Um, oh, allegedly. That show. Allegedly. I know what the truth is. No, you don't. <laughs> I know what the truth is. Once that comedian came out and said that, I was like, oh, what? That comedian. What that was lady, her name? I can't remember. She but said she used I'm to like, work with Lonnie. I was like, she's not lying. It's, she used to be Lonnie Love's uh, writer. Yeah. One of her writers uh, for the show. But I but, forgot. Yeah, Tamara left. Then Tamara left. Um. So, yeah. Tamara said bye. There's been a lot going on with the shuffle that has been the real panel. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently announced that Garcelle Bouvet... Interesting. Will be the brand new host and replacement for Tamara. So are they going to just keep it at four? You know what? I don't know. I hmm. I think it's probably best. Do we? Yeah. I feel like they might need. I don't know. I don't know. Not let me not say because I don't want to. So then let me ask. You. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. What I'm saying. Who's yeah. going to kind of be our, like, instigator? Because I don't... Garcelle's not about to do that. 
That's what I was getting ready to ask you. If there's a fifth slot, who would you put in the fifth I've slot? I've been watching Garcelle on Beverly Hills Housewives. And <laughs> no. No. First off, I don't even know. Garcelle hasn't even been in on half the season. I th- Garcelle is now like cramming <laughs> in these. Because she's been bringing it like the last three episodes. So the season finale was this past Wednesday, which I watched. And I mean, she's had... She, like, crammed all of her scenes in the last three episodes of the show. It's like cramming for its um, final exam. Exactly. Because <laughs> she was always the girl to be like, oh, I'm working. I have to work. And da 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 And I loved her. I love I loved her. She, When she did show up, she looked great. She came ready to film. But um, this new post at The Real, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, who, who do I think should be... In the fifth slot? Yes. You know what I would have done, to be honest with you? Be honest. I probably would have kept it at four. That's what I just and said. Take, but I wouldn't have done Garcelle. Who would you have done? I would have done Kiki Palmer. No, Kiki Palmer's about to have her own stuff. She's booked and highly favored. Where? She, you know the uh, the uh, Good Morning America got canceled. And then she picked up... Uh, something she picked up something she's hosting the VMAs. She's ho- okay, so that's one night. Uh, and on. then she put out it. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm host- <laughs> Marcus said no. She's not gonna be able to do next season. She's doing the VMAs tonight, so she can't do next season. I'm busy. <laughs> no, but then she also put on Twitter. She said, "Who would you all put in a black version type show of The View?" And that well, okay. <laughs> never mind. You're about to say that's, that's the, the real, real. Like, girl. <laughs> but not really. Right, it's not uh, really. So I I don't think and Kiki had her own th- I think Kiki, I would put Kiki there. That's where I think that They do need somebody younger though. They need they? someone younger. They need someone yeah. who is going to bucket up. Yeah. Like who's really gonna like get y'all bucking in the words of Fabian Flav, bucking and trucking. <laughs> um and yeah. she to me would be the obvious choice, but once again, they might not be able to afford Kiki, and you know because I, they didn't want to pay Tamar, so they well, they you, might not. You be got able a to, lot of mouth for someone who ain't got they, no proof. They did not want to pay her, so they probably Allegedly. don't have the money for Kiki. But that's who I would choose. I just feel like Kiki is. I I feel the same way about Kiki that I do about Raven Simone. They are both better solo acts than they are in an ensemble. I see. I really thought she did well with this Good Morning America. Panel. She did. I but thought that she was really strong, and she it was a nice balance. I think. I think the other aspect is is that maybe I think where Kiki will flourish the most is around people her own age. Like they keep pairing her up with these forty year olds, and it's like. But who? Okay, no. Marcus. Really, who's gonna come? Because right they now, can't like, relate who, to her. Who's, who's that she Kiki's can't age that can come? First off, Raven Simone, Child. number one. So Raven's you got Raven, you got Kiki. You, I mean, Adrian, I guess is around this is that age that I range. Say. You let me know if you agree with me. Okay. <laughs> what? Raven Simone is on the Whoopi Goldberg track. She might she be. Really wants to be. <laughs> she might be. Raven wants to be Whoopi that. Goldberg. So ain't nothing wrong bad. with that. I want to be Whoopi Goldberg. Ain't nothing wrong with that. On the Whoopi Goldberg. It's <laughs> nothing track wrong with that. For, <laughs> I'm here for it. She is. I'm here for it. She is majoring in the in the college, in the University of Hollywood. She is majoring in Whoopi Goldberg. I'm here for it. But she better get working on this Oscar. Uh, then she's already got a Grammy. She's gonna get there. She needs to work on this Tony too. She'll get there. 
So she you know she was great. She was great in um, Sister Act the musical. She was. That's why she she really she wants was. to be Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm here for like it. I I'll, I'll allow it. No, I don't think I'll no. allow it. They're not gonna have her as a, a moderator because she does be saying some wild shit sometimes. Uh, but I just think Kiki flourishes more around younger people. People. I think she could do any age. I love her. I um. I don't know. If okay, I so put who Kiki, do you think? That's she what I was thinking. If, I don't know if I would put Kiki there. Maybe I agree that it definitely needs to be somebody younger. Okay, go. Because they got um a lot of age on that panel and Ooh, we need somebody shade. uh who is just a little more current. Nasty. Uh you're nasty. I don't know. I don't Come know. Come on, I give me a name. I gave you like a name. That. Give me a name. I don't watch the real like that. A name. A name. Who's it? Are we talking? So can it be, so it be anybody who's anybody in the talk show game? Who who's doing appearances right now? Mark is still gonna be like uh, Phil Donahue, <laughs> Larry King. <laughs> um, no, who's doing who's doing TV appearances right now? A lot of people. And then they got to be black too. So they don't have to be black. I mean, the other people that they were... No, she's too old. Oh, well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say she's too old, but... Damn. Or for somebody younger. Because uh, Tisha Campbell was also rumored to Hell be... Hell no. She was apparently crazy in the running when Amanda Seals was in the running. She could work. She could work, but she's crazy. Uh, Not like know. in a mental health situation, but she just she just seems to me... She's, she's a just, lot. She's a lot. She's outlandish. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Because I'm trying to Tashina, think young. You know what? Tashina would be great. But Tashina's But you know age. what? Lonnie's not going to have another comedian on that show. Clearly. Because Tamar was making too many jokes. Amber. Um, Amanda was uh, doing too many. Probably so. And Lonnie said, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh, what geez. they say, Shangela says, whoa, 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 she, she's got coming to America. Uh, she too. has coming to America too coming out. She's now gonna have this post on the real. This is called Shit. a career bounce. You know exactly what it is, and I know exactly what it is. Those twins of hers are getting older, and she's like, they'll be in college soon. I and I can't. And I was yeah. trying to do the Lori Laughlin, but since she got fucked up, I'm gonna really have to pay for this shit. <laughs> so that's why she's doing all this work. Some I'm checks. not mad at you, Garcia. Get that money. Yeah. So I give it a fizz for her as well for keeping a check. Um, okay, the only other thing I have is Nicole Byer. Can you do that? Right. Nicole Byer has been tapped to host the Creative Arts I Emmys. I saw that. I saw that. that so excited good. for her. Yeah, I'm like excited she's getting... She's, getting her due. She's been on the... Uh, she's been she's in the Emmy game for nominated for uh, her show. Nailed it? Yeah, she's Emmy. She's That's good. Nailed is the best thing that ever happened to her. Um, no. She's been in the game for a while, and she's been rocking and, you know, fighting and scratching and surviving for a long time so i'm great and gladful for her yes gladful I'm great and i'm glad and grateful it's tough jesus oh, what did i say you said i'm great glad. and gladful for her but i give nicole buyer a fizz so okay good for her i'm i'm yes i'm great full grateful and glad, and glad. Um, okay so let's wrap this up this okay. week 
what are your final thoughts? Um, I think uh, to the people who are processing what's going on currently, and I know it is hard to reconcile and to process, um, beware of self-medicating and talk to somebody. That's what I want to say. And that's advice for me to take, too. Um, beware of self-medicating and, and go talk to someone. I agree. I, you're, I, mental health is very important right now. There is a lot happening around the world and across this country in particular. And so please make sure that you are speaking to someone. That and it doesn't have to be a therapist. If you don't have health friend, insurance, yeah. talk, to, talk, talk to a friend. Just you know what? Talk. Or even talk, talk and record it. Yeah. Just do something to get this off of your chest. Write it with out. People who whatever. will, who you trust to be able to listen to you. So, yeah, I agree with that. Thanks. Um, Okay, where can they find you? No, what is your final thought? I agreed with you. I said I agree. Oh, so you're going to take my final thought? No, I'm agreeing oh, with you. Oh, okay, so we're doing that. My, okay. Oh, we're doing that this season? <laughs> okay. I'm so sick of you. Shout out to Adore Delilah. Yeah. Remember she's, uh, like, so she's like, oh, we're, do oh, we're doing oh, we're that. playing that game this season, girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Where can they find you? Yes, you can find me at... Instagram at Trenton Rashad and on Twitter at Trenton RD. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And where can they find the podcast? They can find the podcast at Cold Pop Podcast on Facebook as well as Cold Pop Show on IG. You can find our episodes on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube at Cold Pop Show. And if you have any questions, comments, recommendations, or ideas, shoot us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com. Pop stars, we love you so much. Yes. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, share this podcast. Oh, and also rate us. We want to get some more ratings in and some more written give reviews. A, give us a review. Yeah, give us a review. So we can read them. On iTunes or Spotify or wherever they allow you to do a review. Yes, because I, I want to read, read some, some of reviews. these. That would yes. be great. I was looking the other day and we only had like two reviews from a few year, a couple years ago. Yes. Yeah, so so I want to get some more. We've been doing this for a long time. I know, right? Okay, but yeah, give us some reviews. Uh, okay, well, like Trent said, thank you for listening, pop stars. Um, Until next time. Yeah. Bye.